I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Breton Tips Flea Circus. My name is Cliff. Hello, and I'm John Fiddler from Pilo. Okay, nice to meet you, John Fiddler. I've seen you in the court roundup. <laughs> I've been in there numerous times. <laughs> Are you in there for this stance that you've adopted here? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is me normal stance when I'm fiddling. I just the, like to fiddle with the things. The criminal stance. <laughs> the criminals, yeah. Although what stance. I can say, because you've got your bare legs out, is you are a smooth criminal, so well done on that. No, I'm not. I've got very hairy legs and manly legs, I might add, as well. Okay. I don't shave me legs. Also, is that not your leg that I can see? <laughs> <laughs> this is me knee. How are yeah, you? Yeah, thanks. I'm okay. I'm all right. How are I, you? I believe that you're suffering from a bit of chafing due to your new employment. Uh, I'm suffering from an awful lot of chafing. I have to get specialised underpants. I'm going to go out on a leap and presume you're talking about the bum chafing. Uh-huh. No, I'm talking about the, the undercarriage chafing. Oh, I mean, it's uh, the perineum. Like thighs. The no, thighs. Man's, the no man's land area. <laughs> Just underneath me balls, near me thighs. What, <laughs> what tends to happen is uh, me, me boxer shorts kind of roll up to uh-huh. teases. Okay. Uh, to torment us. Is that because of I'm the, walking. your piss? It's probably because of me, me, uh, me pace, me swift pace. That's what I would say. So that the roll up and the uh, the causing all kinds of chafing. I was very worried when I sent you the message. I'd wrote chaffing. I think it's the same, isn't it? Oh, no. Let's call the, the whole say. thing off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the tune for that. Um, I'm also uh-huh. suffering from chafing. It's quite hot here. I've been running around a bit. Not literally running around. I'll get onto that in a minute because I am uh um what's the word for I can't in agony. I'm in agony, yes. Um I'm not in agony actually, but I'm definitely in discomfort. Uh why <laughs> what what could be happening, Paul? Um well the chafing is uncomfortable, obviously. I'm chafing because it's it's hot. And I've been yes. getting the metro a couple of days too too hot, so I am suffering right. from the medical condition we know as the chef's ass, which is quite uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah. But the reason that I'm not active mm-hmm. is because I went to get my balls checked out this week, Brett, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought 
I'll do this as a bit of a public service announcement because I'm a good fella, you know, everybody should get their balls checked yeah. out and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been having a little bit of pain in what I can only describe as behind the balls. Right. Right. I don't know how best uh-huh. to describe it. It's like above, it's inside, obviously, in the groin area. And like, right. mo- like most fellas, it's been going on a good couple of months before I said anything. So, um, <laughs> right, okay. got to the point where I, actually I was in quite a bit of pain and uh, I had to confess to Jane that I felt like there might be something wrong in the testicular area. Right, um, and what was, the, what was the level of pain, would you say? One um, to ten? You know what the pain is? I'll describe uh-huh. the pain to you. You will understand, as will all the other men out here. It's like the, resi- the residual pain of being kicked in the balls. That's what the pain is. Constantly. That's not a nice. That's no, not so a, a nice feeling, pain, is it? It's that feeling yeah. all the time, just behind goodness the right tecker. Um, uh-huh. So and did did Jane own up to kicking you in the balls when you were when asleep? When you asleep, Paul, what I do? <laughs> just press down on that area quite yeah. hard. I've been. I get I get you. harder and harder as each night goes That's on, really, and and so do you. So yeah, so you know what I thought. This is one of those situations where normally I would just like, I would, I feel like I should say something now, but I won't. Um, yeah. Everybody you know, ev- knows shit like that. Don't I they? know. And everybody, Shouldn't you know, know, the balls, they say you can't leave it. You know, you should get, mm-hmm. get checked out and all of that. So she said, you should go to the doctors. And you know what? I felt like, I don't know whether everybody feels like this, but I felt like I was owning, owning up to something wrong. Like I, I had like a kind of sick feeling in my stomach when I was about to tell her. I yeah. felt very apprehensive uh-huh. about it. Um, uh-huh. so she said, like, you just need to go to the doctor's Paul, like in the morning, uh-huh. bring the doctor and go. <laughs> I don't know why you've waited so long. <laughs> so, um, yeah. as usual, good advice. And I was going right next to the doctor's the next morning. So I booked myself yeah. in and I went to Sometimes see... you need that though. You need somebody to tell you that you need to go, don't you? But I need Jane to tell me to do almost everything. Otherwise it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Like, uh-huh. Uh, so I do need it, and what ideally what would happen would have been she would have rang the doctors, but you know <laughs> I saw, <laughs> that didn't I saw, happen. I saw well, well, can you do it for us? That's what <laughs> really, I think. Like, normally that would happen. You have you rang it yet? I mean, like no, we, like really the reason is because I, I just thought you would do it because you know I won't do it because <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> of that situation. But anyway, I did it. Uh-huh. So I thought, all right, I'll, I'll grab the bull by the horns and do it. So I went to the uh-huh. doctors and I saw. A very, a very sinister man called um, Doctor Doctor Vladimir. So basically, he had a little feel around, and he said, uh, "Yeah, there's no problems there from touch. It could be that you've done your ligaments. So um, mm-hmm. that's very common. You play football, might be that. But we'll send you for an ultrasound just in case." So I went for this ultrasound, and the woman doing it, and I definitely didn't think it would be a woman, but it was a woman doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, and she went, where is it that I'm doing the ultrasound? And I was like, surely you should have been briefed. You should have been briefed on this. Like, it shouldn't be me giving you the instructions. Telling you, just, it, it's on me nether regions. The, the penis and ball area. Can you just do the ultrasound down there? Just the delegates. So, uh, so she was doing it. She, it was like being, uh, remember when you had a cough at school? I thought yeah. I was doing it. She was going, cough, uh-huh. cough, cough. And then she was saying, right. squeeze, squeeze down, like you're having a like, big squeeze. shit or whatever. Squeeze down, like you're having a big Ugh. poo. Um, so I was doing it for ages, like honestly, ages. And I was getting sore, 
because she was prodding it, obviously, with the thing, and I was doing it over and over again. And I just went, what is it that you're looking for? And she went, have a look at this on the screen. I've got no idea why I was still doing it all of this time, because it was there, uh-huh. just to be seen. And she went, <laughs> right. cough now and see what happens there. Can't you see that? She went, uh, that, that's not meant to happen. So what it was was like me, me skin, but not me skin, whatever's underneath your skin. Um, mm-hmm. And every time I coughed, just something massive came out and then went back in again. She went, you've got a hernia. And, oh, no. And went, I'll, do the, went, I'll do the other side. I went, I'm, genuinely, you've got no pain on the other side. Like, don't worry about that. Went, I'll do it just in case. She went, yeah, you've got one on that side as well. So <laughs> I've got a two hernia? hernias that I need surgery for, apparently. Did you um, get surgery as well? That's, that's not good, is it? I've never had surgery. I don't know, Jane. I think Jane thinks I should be scared. Scared? I'm not scared. Um, no. But maybe I will be when he says I'm going to. You sounded to... a little bit scared as he said that. I burped. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sound scared. Um, I'm so not yeah. scared. Anyway, though. that's that. I might be a bit boring that, but I'm laid up. And uh, anyway, go and check. No, get your balls like checked the, out. Hey, get your I balls like checked to hear out, about lads. your balls. You might, uh, yeah. you might have a hernia. You might have a hernia. You, or you might have the cancer. So it's worth checking out. But it? hopefully it's just the hernia that you have. I'm, I'd rather Let's have a hernia. So. Or the wobbly kidneys. Now, I, I heard a, a good name for a takeaway pizza today. John will like this, your, your friend. Yeah. Uh, a, a scouse laptop. <laughs> That's kind of like that one, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I like that one. I like that one. Hey, Cliff, have you got a favourite alcohol pop? Probably Hooch. Hooch. Oh, well, no, actually, Iron Brew Wicked. That was my favourite. Oh, that's awful, that. I didn't even like normal Iron Brew. What, what about the two dogs? Two dogs and Hooch were much of a muchness, weren't they? You just had to pick one. <laughs> you reckon? I, I was more a two-dog man. Is is twenty twenty an alcohol? No, it's a fortified wine. I don't think it counts. But I think the problem was we used to drink it like it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that. I think that's definitely. What was the one with the stick man? That scary thing, Mets. Was it Mets? Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say Crystal Mets. Crystal Mets. (laughs) But it's not that. It would be better if it was called Crystal Mets. It was. It would. Smirnoff Ice. Was that it? Yeah, you can get that back in. No, Mets. There was a drink called Mets. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a drink that called Mets. Was he called like the Nether Man or something like that in the advert? Yeah, Shudder Man or something like Shudder that. Shudder Man. Yeah, I remember drinking that New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, let's say 1990, let's say it was 2000, 2001, New Year's Eve, Shields. So the Sportsman's so Oh, I love the Sportsman. Maury used to DJ up a height. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we got wrong off some lasses for wearing the same shirt, but just a different colour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the sportsman's arms. I don't know what else to do. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're only shop at the officer's club. I mean, <laughs> how There's only about four items. <laughs> exactly. It's only two shirts we can pick from. <laughs> at least we went from different colours. I know. We could have been for the same ones, couldn't we? Anyway. Um, have you got any you point go. of view or should we get Davey on? Uh, no, no. I've, I've got... Uh, remember before when you were in Agony Ant? Well, yes. I'll, we're back with that. We're back okay. with that. But before that, would you like to hear the real dear Deidre? Would you like to hear from her? Okay. <laughs> Here she is. 
Well, really, anyone who's involved with this sort of issue, maybe you've had a son or a daughter or even a parent who's gone missing, or perhaps a, a fat friend or another family member walked out and you're wondering how to get in touch. Any way we can help, we're here. So it could be that you uh, you would like to get in touch um, because you're the one who walked out and you're wondering how to make contact. There she is. Oh, that, sounds, you like that? that sounds like nonsense. It does sound like nonsense. If somebody's walked out, you're, you're, if somebody's left your life voluntarily, I can help track them down for you. I don't think that's you, a DND service. Normally, it's like there's a lass at work that fancies us, but I've got a girlfriend, but she keeps bending over. Uh, and I can see. Well, don't do your Deidre bit uh, before we started, but you missed the funny bit anyway. I'll have to listen back to that because you did miss it. Anyway, <laughs> here is. A, I, missed, um, I missed the funny bit. Yeah. But there you go. You can listen back to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so here's your dear Deidre, okay. right? This is it. I've gone off sex since the birth of my son, but <laughs> my partner can't get enough. The only way I can get in the mood is by thinking about the footballer Andy Carroll. I'm 46, engaged, and have a baby boy. I never want to have sex anymore, but I found that it works if I think about Andy and his ponytail. I've never met him, but I can't stop having sexy dreams about him, and I'm worried it will affect how I feel about my fiance. How can I get this Geordie man out my head? <laughs> what did this, you say to that? Where's she from, this woman? I've got, well, who says it's a woman? Because <laughs> she just had a baby. <laughs> no, they've had a baby oh, collectively. Sorry. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think honestly, Brett, this is often my advice, and it can apply to many different scenarios. Yes. Well, I've given many people these words of wisdom. If you're feeling yeah. like yes, that, guru. Why don't you just get an Andy Carroll face mask and put it on your lover? Then it leaves the bedroom. Let's say. Mm-hmm. It's just and like, then you, yeah, I can't, I can't even eat my breakfast without you having your Andy Carroll mask on. Then I think it's a problem. But if it's in the bedroom, right. what, what harm is it doing? It's doing no harm, absolutely mm-hmm. not. What great advice that is from you, Mister Clifford. And what, why don't we get the writer of that letter on right now? <laughs> okay, let's do it. Here oh, he sideways is. Sideways again. Sideways again. It's always sideways, Davey. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, Davey. Are you going to attempt right? to You're gonna attempt turn it around? <laughs> you're on the, you're on the side. <laughs> no, you're on the side. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, turn around. Big bang. I'm not That's not. <laughs> right, all right. There we go. Hello, Ed. Hello. Right. How are you doing, Davey? I'm all right, aye. I'll be better after this little beauty. Oh, what you got Ooh. there? The Elvis juice? Oh, I'm on the posh stuff. No, I'm, it's a new one called a Brew Dog Clockwork Tangerine Session IPA. Very nice. I have sampled it. I like it. Hope you enjoy I've never it. had this one, so I'll tell you what it's like in a minute. <laughs> what, what else could we take the piss out of before, Davey? <laughs> Well, you could probably see the new part of St. James's Park paint behind you. A few free to fire, a few arrows okay. over. Yeah, have you got any, <laughs> got any footballers on there? Well, I've got, um, I've got this no. thing. Yes, Butio, Butio footballers. 
when Newcastle had decent players. And there's quite a lot on there, so maybe we'll have a quiz sometime on another show. Uh -huh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Is it all the famous number nines? All the famous number nines, yes. We're very, very, there's many of them, as you know. I know, well, it's, <laughs> such, it's such a hallowed number. Is Mirandinia on there? But thanks for having us on, lads. That's all right. Oh, so no, this, Pleasure, this week, we're going to talk about the 2005 film Wolf Creek, an Australian horror. I guess it's a horror. Uh, mm -hmm. I've got one question for you, Davey. You told me that oh, I can't bear to watch this again. And for the life of us, I can't think why, because it's not scary in the slightest. You know what? Our last sister was, I'm doing uh, Wolf Creek for the lads podcast. She went, yeah, I've been joking. I went, I remember we said we'd never watch that again. I said, I know, I'm not looking forward to it. Like, and um, well, I watched it, and I have to say, I don't know. We've just all toughened up over the last 15, 16 years, the way the world is, but it wasn't scary it and wasn't, it wasn't as horrible. Yeah. As I've yeah. seen a lot worse for that. Yeah. Uh -huh. It wasn't, it wasn't, it's not nice. It's not a nice film, that's for sure. But, uh, no. I was expecting, oh, it's going to be some real torture or, you know, it's got mm -hmm. the first bit, the build-up to it I really like because it takes its time to get in. So it's building that suspense. Mm. Um, but then I was like, oh, I think they get away quite quickly, like after he's couches. <laughs> I think that's the thing. But anyway, we'll get into that. Brett, what did you think? Yes. I'd never seen this before. You had. Yeah, I'd seen it before. The, when I was, well, when it first came out, I guess I saw it. I think it was like the start of the torture porn sort of stuff, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. I think it, it shocked a lot of people when it came out, uh, like Roger Ebert and people like that, that knobhead of a reviewer who gave <laughs> it like zero stars and walked oh, out of the cinema or whatever. Wow. Uh, yeah, huh? mm -hmm. But like, I, it's not my favourite type of horror. I love horror. Torture porn would probably be at the bottom of the, the list with like hostile and stuff like that you know what i mean but this wasn't anything like that no i, I was didn't. expecting much like you like i'm gonna be like grossed out by this or whatever and i wasn't at all it was it was pretty tame a couple of fingers yeah. chopped off and that's about <laughs> it man. i think you know in I mean? today's standards it definitely was was tamer than when i watched it when it first came out and i remember just right. sitting there oh and for uh -huh. me it's more of that feeling of dread than yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. three happy, pretty people uh, traveling, getting away from home for the first time and falling into the hands of, well, I'm sure we're going to be talking about it, one <laughs> fucking horrible bastard. Uh, yeah. Dead's club yeah. from Neighbours, that's what he remind me of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's Mick. good him though, isn't he? Uh, Mick Taylor, John Jarrett. Um, so yeah, really so good, actually. I, I thought uh, good. I did like the beginning. So, like you say, it's three three young kids on a bit of a road trip going into the. It's not the outback, but they're going into like rural Australia, um, mm -hmm. and the, along the way they're encountering some increasing oddballs as they get further and further into this no man's land because they're going to see Wolf Creek, which is a crater caused by an asteroid uh, that supposedly there's some spooky goings on uh, in the area. So they're going to check it out, smoke some weed, get stoned and experience whatever might happen. Um, and the film is an hour and a half long and the first 40 minutes are all of that build up. Just before they get there, they stop off in a, in a uh, bit of a diner place. And then they meet these guys and get away. And then the lad, these fellas are giving them a little look as they leave in that car. And you think, mm -hmm. all right, they're going to come back. 
they're going to do something nasty to them. Um, so you're waiting for that, which I think is a nice thing that, like you say, it's a MacGuffin. It, it, it's not really what goes on, but I do think at least there's something a bit clever going on there. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of the actors up to this point? Because we've got about 40 minutes of just watching these mm-hmm. three kids. What, Davey, what do you think? Well, I mean, um, I, I don't have as in-depth of views as you two experts. Um, you know, I, I watch films, I love them, I, or I don't love them, and, and if I see a good actor or an actress, and I, I praise them for it. Um, it depends on the type of film, I think, when I'm in that mood, when I'm going away thinking, was that good acting or not? Because... Yeah. Because I can forgive that kind of genre for maybe the odd little bit dodgy acting. But I have to say, I actually thought they were all really good. It yeah. was, um, it, they were given that natural feel that obviously, uh, I think was probably started with, uh, you know, uh, Blair Witch. Although yeah. it wasn't that type of film, but it kind of gave you that feel where um, it was all quite natural. And when they were looking at the camera, they weren't being... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's like I very agree. handheld the, the way that it's shot, isn't it? There's yeah. only a couple of still shots, like the moon yeah. and the stars, and which are amazing, I think. Yeah. That mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. shots of like the outback and stuff where they're looking at the stars. Yeah. But the rest of it's very handheld. Yeah, it's very there, naturalistic, yeah. isn't it? It's very naturalistic. Yeah. You feel like you're on the journey with them. And then mm-hmm. yeah, also, but, I, but I thought they were good. I yeah. thought they were the, the, yeah, the lad in particular who was the who had the bigger part, I think. Um, at the start, anyway, yes, until yeah, obviously sure, kicked off. Yeah. No, I thought he was brilliant. You know, he he, he just came across very natural. Yeah, yeah. I think you get the... his pants were far too low. <laughs> they were <laughs> too wide. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I agree. I think he's good, and you know, he had that. Mm-hmm. He he had the feeling of like what what me or you would be like if we were on that road trip with those girls at that time of your life. And, just just and less muscles. Kind of Less muscles than you, obviously, Brett. You know. The <laughs> <laughs> same, Brett. You're looking. You're looking. Them, them biceps are looking quite sharp, mate. Well, well you know why, at, don't you? Yeah, I, you know why. Look, I'm he's delivering I'm letters carrying, for a living now. I'm carrying post, man. Well, my It must be heavy. That's all. It fucking is. I tell you, fucking is. Give me the. Stop I'll, ordering stuff, people, will you? I'll take the parcels <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think he's good. I, I I do agree with you there, and I think what's nice is that you've got that very naturalistic, like the kind of handheld camera where you feel like you're in it, and then like you say, Brett, you've got these kind of you cut away to these lovely, really wide landscapey sunrise and sunset shots and the stars yeah. and all of this, and and a bit of the crater when you see the crater, and I yeah. think what you also get is that puts you in their mind where you're seeing that. Like you're not just seeing mm-hmm. it as a viewer, you're seeing it from their point of view because the way it's shot kind of draws you in like that as well. Mm-hmm. Adds uh-huh. a little bit more. So I think all that's great. And then it all goes very wrong. It does. Yeah. I, I, I think that the difficulty of this film watching it back is you've seen so many things, torture porn things, yeah. like like I mentioned before, like hostel or whatever. I think that the best ones probably saw because there's the twists and stuff like mm-hmm. that in there. But like it, it's a difficult thing to, to go back to 2005, and if this was one of the first, because it was, yeah, what you felt like then watching it to what you feel like now, I, I you know agree. what I mean? It's a it's, long time, isn't it, it? It's it's just the fact that you've seen it so many times now, and as that mm-hmm. genre progresses, it gets worse and worse and worse. So we're watching yeah. it now, good, but it wasn't yeah. even that bad. But actually, yeah. it's well, bad. I- it's not very nice. But we've just got used to because somebody's gone, oh, they chopped a couple of fingers off. 
Oh, chop that fucking yeah. cock off next well, time. People, like, people you know walked I mean? out of the cinema. I mean, re- <laughs> film reviewers and stuff like that walked out of the cinema when they were watching it because they felt it was mm-hmm. just exploitation. It's hard to get back into that now, isn't it? And, it, and it, it yeah. But I did think it was uncomfortable because you know the genre, you know what's happening. That's the thing with these mm-hmm. films. You know what's coming. The well, car breaks you're down. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know because I, I can remember when I was watching it. I think about it was fifteen year gap in between me watching yeah, it yeah, first yeah. time round, mm-hmm. and I was sat watching it here in the dark in my little office, Terrible, and um, <laughs> and I was just watching it on my PC, and I, was, I had that the shivers going down my spine before it started, and then as it started, I was like, "Oh, this isn't as scary as I thought at first was. I must have been right." Soft shake in two thousand five, <laughs> um, but I've had, I've had two kids since you see. But um, <laughs> I think I was thinking, what was the moment though that uh, that filled us with dread? And I know exactly what it was. And it was when let's just say you didn't know anything about the film, yeah. which I didn't the first time I watched yeah, yeah. it. And you, you, Nick, when they were sitting around that bonfire. Yeah, and it was when, I know what you're lads, gonna say. When when, when, when the lads when the lads, <laughs> when the lads sort of was being a little bit he, he was being a little bit sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, fair dinkum, he said. He went, yeah, fair dinkum. And then he said something else, and it was that lingering look that yeah. Nick had on his eyes from the side, and I just thought, right. he's, a, he's a horrible bastard. And it, said, was just, it was brilliant. And I thought it was brilliant with the film. The film gave you that really mm-hmm. horrible, uncomfortable feeling. We've all been yeah. seen it, seen a cycle in a pub or amongst your mates, and one of your mates goes a bit straight public, and you're like, shit, I don't want to look them in the eyes. And it no, was that I... moment, and I thought it was brilliant. No, no, I agree. I, I think really that's good. the, I, I agree. That's the turning point and the best bit of the film, I think, for me. I agree completely. I've wrote, I've wrote it down. That's the best bit. Well, he, do, well he, done. Because, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, he's jovial, isn't he? I mean, I, I said he was, he was like a, a neighbor's character all, yeah. almost, or they keep referring to him as like Crocodile Dundee and take uh-huh. the piss so out that's of That's what him. he says at that and, point. And he, he says, oh, yeah. this is a nice... And he suddenly and switches, yeah. doesn't he? And yeah. it's not like a switch, like he's gone nuts. It's just a look. Yeah. And no, he just looks at him and it lingers and it goes back him. to the guy's face and you can see him thinking... Uh, he's uncomfortable. <laughs> and it lasts for ages, doesn't it? It, seems yeah, it goes back it about three times, I think, and, he's, and this guy just uh-huh. doesn't even yeah. blink or it doesn't look like he's blinking. He's just giving them this look as if you think... Oh fuck! Yeah, like you, you yeah. know that this guy, he seems too mm-hmm. nice. He's going to help them. You assume yeah. because you know the kind of film you're watching for the first time or not. You know, and it that. just got more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and, yeah, the yeah, are, say, oh, no. and the lasses are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like we're already scared. So, yeah. but he seems to be all right. So let's not make him fucking hate us because we already uh-huh. were worried that he was going to be. But it looks like we've got away with it almost. Um, and they're it's, more it's funny how like good actors because I think this guy is a good actor. And I, stuff like that. I mean, I in Australia, great. he's he's a massive star and stuff, isn't he? But oh, it's funny he... how yeah, he's a massive star in Australia. But it's funny how uh, just a look in a film. I mean, scriptwriters and stuff like that would be writing loads of shit down and stuff like that. Maybe he just put that in. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it, look it, at it, him. it know what he would a look bit, like right? a bit in Goodfellas when Robert De Niro just kind of there's a lingering shot yeah. on Robert De Niro and stuff like that and when he's thinking about killing somebody yeah. and like it, it's really long on his face I good actors can do that just by a look can't they? It, it probably says like yes. oh like try and intimidate them and then the actor's yeah. got to like work out what that means or yeah. you doing it might be different to him doing it or whatever so mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. nails it mm-hmm. like you it couldn't mm-hmm. be more uncomfortable watching that bit i totally agree david i think it, i think it's great and yeah, then from then you're just like shout. okay from this bit now you know actually he has got the capacity to 
something's not right here. Mm -hmm. Initial instincts were right. And yeah, it's uh, this is where, you know, the, the, all of a sudden they wake up and they're not in the back of the car where they went to sleep. No, no. Mm -hmm. So the juice, the water, or whatever he gives them, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that poor lass. So you see, it's it's the poor lass, isn't it? Who she wakes up obviously, and she's uh, she's tied up, and just mm -hmm. starts to dawn. She hears her friend screaming after she escapes, and that's really when it's you know you you realise exactly what is happening. Here. The other guy's fucking horrible, yeah, bastard mm -hmm. who just wants to murder and rape them all. And uh, really, that's that was his full intention, <laughs> and, it, mm -hmm. and it looks like that's what he's done to a lot of people as well. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, a good yeah. bit. I think is, you know, the, the bit that's unsaid or unseen. You just they're in a what looks like a horrible situation. It's a little bit, and I haven't seen it, so this is a leap of faith. But it's like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of situation. Yeah, isn't it, where very much in, like yeah. that at the start. Definitely, yeah, they're, they're in the a. They're, they're looking at what's this stuff on the floor? There's blood everywhere. Is that bones over mm. there, or what? Or there's chains and stuff flying around and all of that. And she's woken up not know where she is manages to get free and is like basically trying to work out where she is and should she escape what the fuck's going on here and then like you say she hears a mate and she spies what's going on and again uh -huh. that's like that's a horrible moment when you hear that because you hear the screams right so you automatically yeah. think something and this is like we've said it before but i think it's one of those things with like mustn't be very nice watching these films if you're a woman right like it must be awful <laughs> But, but, you know, like at the start when you sort of said, I don't understand why you were scared, it wasn't scary sort of thing. Um, I think really what it is, is after thinking about it afterwards, why was I so affected all them years ago? And I know what it was now. And again, remember, this is before like social media and everything took yep. off. For me, it's more the, the the shock factor around that this could happen. It yep. starts off saying that this is a true, based on a true story. Yep. Um, it, it, it's actually based on... It's a completely different story. I've read into that. <laughs> However, um, but you know, it is based on it. Um, yeah, and Ivan Milat, isn't it? So it's that whole thought process of God. This probably happens. Is all there'll probably be people that are in the outback, yeah, or I wherever agree, yeah. in the world That's who do that. But the other thing is, you have real empathy for the victims. Like they all seem to be really canny, lovely people. Yeah, and then uh -huh. when you see this happening, your heart aches. <laughs> yeah, no, you're it, right. You know, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's it is because it spends so much time, forty minutes or whatever. Like it's half it, the film, like with, with nothing happening with like the, the people. Do you know what I mean? So, and they're not annoying. I mean, the, the worst thing about this these type of films is if the, the you know the people that you're supposed to sympathise with are just tits, and these people they are normally tits, are right. They, they normally are. They normally are. That, but go, not oh, in this situation. One's and like one's Davey said, slutty ones are like the guys are well, wisecracking. I no, I'm say saying like slutty. in a lot of these films, the yeah, patrol, no, yeah. like one of the lasses will be a slut. I'm doing the air fucking things there. The lad will be like a, a wisecracker who like yeah. he's got it coming. But one of the lasses other. will be they're stuck like up. That. But these are just three nice normal people. people, and yeah. I think you're right. Spending forty minutes with these nice people on a nice road trip, hoping they get to see this thing smoke some weed and fucking cop off with each other you're like yeah nice one that's that's quite nice mm -hmm. good on you because like like davy said <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah. based on a serial color in australia called ivan malat okay who, i didn't know oh, any of this. what it what he did was he, he there was obviously backpacking's a big thing in australia that the was guy it. was with today oh. he's he's said oh 
you know, took a year off work and I went to New Zealand and Australia or whatever, mm-hmm. just backpacking, staying in Borstals and stuff like that. And Ivan oh, Malak. Borstals. Borstals, not Borstals. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have, he could have, he could have, he wanted. <laughs> it would be, it would be more punishment to be this. <laughs> just like hostels or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> And yeah, so that that's what it's based on. This this guy who would okay. like abduct them because the you know the, they would just be out on the road or whatever. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. They wouldn't be ringing the phone. You know what, Davey, I, I, re- yeah. I, I feel yeah. harsh now saying that because I did watch you thinking. The main point was you said like I can't, I never want to see this film again. And I watched it and I was thinking, really, it's like it's unpleasant, but I can't imagine it being the worst thing you've ever seen. But you know what? Thinking about yeah. it, you know, for me. Now I'm 40, I've got a kid, got a wife, we're settled. I'm not going backpacking anytime soon across America. But maybe no. when Pearl's 18 and she wants to go and have a trip away, all of a sudden yeah. I'll watch a film like this and I'll be like, fucking hell. This, <laughs> and I will be terrified. Or I guess maybe yes. when you watched it 15 years ago, you know, it was yeah, only, it it was only a good 20 years mind. since you would have been in that situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but this is the thing, it's that... It's that, it's that um, you know, when you watch a, a film, say for you know, some of my favorite films are like Halloween, uh, for yep. example, and mm-hmm. that's one I obsessed over when I was younger, mm-hmm. and it was genuinely scary and uh, mm-hmm. well acted and a great story. And uh, you, we all know it's famous, and there've been many spin-offs since, not as good, obviously. But um, I think uh, it's, it's it's them ones. There's all I find them scary and watch them, and it's like Hoo-hee! that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas this type of film, I just feel like almost a bit depressed watching it because. It, as much as I enjoyed it, it's the realism, and it's a little yeah. bit like Blair Witch. Yeah. Oh, no. mm-hmm. it's it, it's all filmed on a hand cam. It's supposed to be real. These kids, innocent, likable, blah blah blah, and all, all of a sudden these things happen. And it's that type of horror film I think that affects me the most, simply yeah. because it's based on a realistic situation. Yeah, no, Do you know agree. what I mean? With yeah. with, with real people in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I feel the same. Like. Uh, I don't like, I mean, the Blair Witch people. Imagine showing somebody who's like 25 or something, the Blair Witch, and they haven't seen it, but they've watched all of the conjuring and paranormal activity and all of that kind of shit. They'll probably watch the Blair Witch mm. and be like, well, it's not even as scary yeah. as an episode of American Horror Story. But like, I still get chills watching it now. I was thinking, and I've never watched that again, Davey, so don't regret that. <laughs> I've never watched that again. I still get chills thinking yeah. about the end of that film. Like now, like yeah. I can't do with it. Well, I, well, I watched it with Lennon. Yeah. I watched it with my son about two years ago, or whatever. And he, I said, "Did you think it was scary?" And no, it was because it was new. It was something different. You'd never mm. seen it before. Yeah, and the whole do you know thing what I mean? Similar good, to right? this. The, the whole Similar thing that, with that was to set up the website, and the, it was meant to be real, yeah. and there was news reports and all that kind of stuff. It was the first mm-hmm. time any of that had really happened, wasn't it? Um, yes, and they did it really well. So, but, yeah, go on, Davy. So what I was going to say, Paul, was uh, obviously just going back to to Wolf Creek, and um, when she was peeped through the window and she saw everything going yeah. on, and she eventually, you know, got in and um, took took his ear off mm-hmm. uh, with the gun. Uh, sorry if I'm if I'm jumping the gun a bit here. That's all right. But yeah. um, it was that it's that moment you see in horror films where you just when she's like sort of hitting him on the chest with the gun. Fucking kill him, kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, he's, he's dead. Thing. He, he only yeah. finished shot his ear off, 
Then you hit them uh-huh. on the chest, fucking killing, and oh, and I, I can feel myself shouting out the telly, you know. And uh, I think that's well, part of it. Brett probably can answer this is. better than me, but like, it must they must do that on purpose because you know you, you get frustrated at that point because you've seen so well, many films where they just walk out and they're like, well, that's it. Yeah. He he's had a a, a slight brush with death there so that we'll just leave him on uh-huh. his own while we have a chat outside <laughs> for 10 minutes and it, 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 it must be one of those things that you then the makers must know that everybody watching it is going just either fucking get out of there now very quickly mm-hmm. or finish that off and you're just sitting there frustrated it's a little bit like for me watching the crystal maze when the clock's running down that's the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened, it to caught... my, it happened with Michael Myers in Halloween as well, didn't it? It's like uh, all the he, time. He, yeah, he thought he was dead, and then looked behind the city, and he was gone again. You know, so it's uh, uh, yeah. I think it's an old trick, but I thought in, in this type of film, it's more realistic because of the, the I suppose the realism, the, the reality mm-hmm. factor of it all that mm-hmm. this actually yep. could happen and probably does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally agree. I mean, of course, it it. it it, it involves you in the film, doesn't it? You're, you're involved in the film. You're emotionally mm. involved in it. If you're shouting out the television, it it, 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 get, it drags you in, it pulls you in, doesn't it? The, the mm-hmm. danger of it is, with later Halloween films and later slasher films and stuff like that, is that they overdo it and you think, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to... Do you know what I mean? I'm yes. sick of this shit. You don't be coming involved they, in it anymore. If they do it, yeah, you, you get removed. So the trick is to do it once... And then not do it again, but like you know, the later sort of sequels to Halloween and stuff like that, do it over and over again. Okay, I, I, I think it's a really, I think it's a brilliant point, and I think now looking back now is probably where you appreciate Wolf Creek more now because um, I, I think the shock factor these days comes more from the amount of gore, the amount of sex, the amount of whereas that, although it it was a pretty, I thought it was a pretty good horror film. Um, if you look back now, the gore factor in that. It isn't that bad. No, it's not. You're, you're right. well, no so it obviously did. Yeah, it obviously did it because it was genuinely scary rather than just showing you stuff that was gruesome mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah, we're a bit like which is show. which is the failing from later torture porn stuff, isn't yeah. it? Because yeah. that's yes. all it was about. Yeah, yeah. Just thing. how can we make it more horrendous? Which mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. It's not very nice, is it? Like, it's just not mm-hmm. good to do that. Um, How much fake blood can we get in? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what happens yeah. after that? They, they, she finds the lass and uh, they, she shoots the guy in the ear. They get out, they ram him with a car, and then they don't really escape. So he, he appears again, doesn't he? Well, oh. there's, a, there's a couple of clever bits, isn't it? Because they, they, they tr- push the truck that they stole over the, the creek yeah. or whatever, yeah. don't they? And I'm going, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Just drive away, yes. man. Yes, you know what I exactly. Mean? Another uh, another bit, but it's not it's not like you've shot the guy and yeah. you know he's waking up. Do you know what I mean? You should bash him in the head. It's a different way of doing it. Yeah. When the uh-huh. they're pushing the the car over the creek and then they're like hiding on the edge of the creek or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That buys them a little bit of time, doesn't it? To to get back into the killer's lay and mm-hmm. have a little look around and obviously mm-hmm. it's awful. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, you're, you're right. And again, it's another one of those moments of uh, why did you do that? Why didn't you keep driving? But again, you probably, it, it, the film would have ended very quickly if they'd just driven off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, at that exactly. Point. exactly but, yeah. Uh, but it was. But, uh, but they the still have clever. one person left, don't they? Yes. Whoever, you kind of forget about all Yeah, because the fellas disappeared. With all this stuff he? going on. Yeah. Yes. Where is he? Yes. So he's he, still there. He, 
this is the thing you don't really hear much about that day either until the yeah. end. Are you talking about the other lad? The lad. Yes, I, the, yes. the other lad. Uh-huh. You, you don't really find he after playing such a prominent part in the first half mm-hmm. of the film, mm-hmm. he kind of disappears. You don't really know what's happening. And he appeared briefly at the end. You never really hear him speak again after that, apart from his scream, yeah. and that's it. Uh, uh-huh. Which He's I thought kinda, was a little bit odd. A little bit odd. Yeah. He's kind of crucified, isn't he? He's gotten crucified against the like a plank of wood or what have you. Yes. It, obviously, he, he eventually escapes, and that's where it links into the Ivan Malak thing that he mm-hmm. he sort of he's gone and reported the police. They think it's him that's done it or whatever, and he gets mm-hmm. off with it. But they don't find the the killer in mm-hmm. the end, do they? He's free mm-hmm. to kidnap more unfortunate people in the I mean, They could mm-hmm. just look mm-hmm. at his house. Yes. You know what I mean? He's going to go back to his house, which is horrendous. So they could the police could just be like, just wait there for him. And get him. It's horrible. But yeah, I don't know. It's like this thing at the end where it says that was so remote they did searches and stuff yeah, like that. No, but no, they couldn't I, find anything. I don't, I don't yeah. Uh-huh. So like mm-hmm. like you said, Davy, it probably is that factor the way you're like, oh shit. So it, it does happen. It is so remote. And it and maybe that's another thing in the northeast of England where there's nobody nowhere massively remote. I mean there's still bad stuff happens, but it's not like you, you, know, you, for... you could get lost in Rothbury. Yeah. <laughs> you could get lost yeah. in Rothbury. Not again. Not <laughs> for the first time. Brad. I've been <laughs> lost in Sunderland a few times, I tell you. I never, never want to get lost in Sunderland, but I've actually been lost there a few times. I suppose that's <laughs> why uh like films like this work in America and Australia because there's so much vast space where people could get lost in or hide in and create little things like this that nobody ever really knows about. And that's why when you watch these films where there's this kind of setup going on, they really work and Mm -hmm. set in those places. And you know what I'm going to say? Probably South Africa as well would would work. Do you think think it's a a difficult (laughs) thing for us to comprehend, the the, the massive space or whatever in Australia and America? Do you know what I mean? Because we live in England. You know, we're surrounded by water, or just an island, or whatever. I think it is a bit. Uh, yeah. I think if you watch, if you if you've been backpacking in America or any of these places or traveling, you probably mm-hmm. understand it. But for those of us who has haven't or aren't from there and haven't done those kind of trips, it's a bit like that that one we watched with the like the spoof documentary with the last who went to that uh, what was it called Lake Mungo. That one. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Like we don't know yeah. that yes. kind of place, um, but. It was, it was I think that's why. It. I think that's why it worked. I think it, for me it works for that because you know how de- how sort of desolate areas of Australia and that mm-hmm. can be. And whatever, what else makes it more as powerful as well is the guy kind of explains his previous job where he used to kind of track animals and kill them. Yeah, that's right. So right. not not only is this guy experienced in the outback, experienced uh, hunter, he's an experienced killer as well. And he'll no doubt be able to survive, you know, in the wild for a bit as well. Whereas he's he's probably thinking, no matter how far you run, I'll track you down eventually. Yeah, you know, there's not many people drive that, through here. That uh-huh. bit by the campfire where they go, you don't really kill kangaroos, do you? He's like, yeah, well, the roos are just a nuisance to the people around here. I'm doing everyone a mm-hmm. favor by getting rid of them. Same with tourists. <laughs> But there's nobody there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, ha, 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 yeah, ha, ha. He, yeah. He's got no emotion when he's killing. And obviously that, uh-huh. that was never more powerful than, um, I suppose, the um, the scene where, it, you know, she does go back and yeah. mm-hmm. um, she tries to steal the car and he's in the back. Yeah. And he says, you know, well, you know I'm going to have to do an old trick and make sure you don't run away again. 
and we've seen <laughs> Crippler and um, you know, yeah. and then the last one where he just basically he shoots, he's had enough of this now, he's just gonna yeah. put shoot up. I think I think the good thing about it is it, he's nice and jovial at the start it, when you meet him. He's he's all willing to help and stuff like that. And just like Davey says, that look yeah. is that look ways. And that he changes, changes everything. Uh, it's been very mm-hmm. quick that we've had, we've had a, a oh. rapid discussion of that, haven't we? So, Davey, thank you so much for your time, mate. It's a pleasure to have you back on. We'll have you back on again. We'll talk about Morrissey or some shit like that. Well, it's been great to be back. And uh, honestly, thanks for inviting us back, lads. It's always a pleasure. And uh, keep up the great work because I think, uh, you know, how much I, I love you. I think you are absolutely brilliant. Best podcast out there by, by far. And I mean that. Cheers, Davey. You're <laughs> thanks, a man. You are Take care, indeed. boys. Well, thank you to Davey for coming on. It's always great to see you, mate, and a uh, good discussion on a film. I feel quite bad that, as, uh, uh, as Brett said, I poo-pooed your feelings about it at the beginning, but um, <laughs> I feel like we had a better discussion about the film than I thought it was worth at first. But by the end of it, mm-hmm. I realised actually what I've watched is quite a good film, and it was just me mindset. And I'm terribly wrong. And and what I'm trying to say is, Davy, I'm sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Davy is a lovely guy. Yeah, and he's ab- welcome back anytime. Absolutely brilliant, like really nice fella, and it's good to have him on. Yes. So, Brett, would you like a quiz? Oh, who has devised this quiz? Okay, That's well, no, last time like we said uh, we said anybody. Send some quizzes in, send some questions in if you like us to read them out. And uh, my dad sent us a quiz, and I think he sent you one as well. Um, so we yes, have both did. had an option. Um, so yeah. thank you, Dad. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Uh, I shall be coming to see you soon, my postman's outfit. Yes. So I've got to do that. I haven't forgot about that. Yeah, my mom was very proud of you as well. So go and see Yes, both. well, you know, I love them both. That's great. Mm-hmm. So they're both very excited about that. So my dad sent you a quiz that I think you'll get no questions right on. So <laughs> here we go. Send in this quiz because you've been to some of these places, ancient and historic sites and places. Where are they? And then right. at the end, he says, nearly all stone circles, Paul, probably built by aliens. And I think I spelt them all correct. So let's go. <laughs> Right. So I'm, I'm, gonna I'm liking you, this. I'm going to give you the name of an ancient or historic site that's probably yes. a stone circle and may have been built by aliens. And you yes. need to tell me where where, <clears throat> where they are in the country. And I'm, from the look of it, almost... It just England? Because I only know one. England, um, well, it's a mixture, to be fair. It's a mixed bag. Some of them are, uh-huh. some of the answers are a country. Some of them are, most of them are a county. And a couple of right. them are like towns, I think. So, okay. So, number one, Woodhenge. Oh, you've, no, you've heard of Woodhenge. I've heard of, I was expecting Stonehenge. Well, this is the more flammable sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, because it's a uh, Woodhenge, I'll go for. Do I, I'll go for the county. I'll go for Norfolk because they like oh, burning the wicker men, don't they? Yeah, it's not Norfolk. It's Wiltshire, oh, the home oh of Swindon. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the, the home two. of illegal transfer dealings. Yeah. <laughs> Still going on now. 
<laughs> Still going on now. 30 years later. <laughs> Aussie Art Dealers is even there, man. Uh, um, no, but it's Lee Power. Lee Power's in the... He's the like in charge, deal. and he's like, it's a total mess. Anyway. Um, One of the greatest team. championship manager players. Yeah, ever. but also he played about five times for Sunderland. So yeah, on loan, uh-huh. And I expect it to be brilliant. Because <laughs> it was at the same time of the championship manager yeah. game. <laughs> uh, let's move on to number two. I don't know if there's any link between Lee Power and this place. The Ring of Brodgar. Sounds very Tolkien, doesn't it? It certainly does. So I, I think I'll, I'll guess a, a country with this one okay. from what you've said. And I would probably go Denmark. Uh no, the countries, it's all the UK. You didn't say that at the start. No, no, I'm just Brian, I'm telling you now, so quiz. I realise... up your quiz. It's all, the answers are all over the place, man. No, you're blaming your dad. No, it's but you, not, I don't think... You always do this. Oh, you I wonder whether you wrote the quiz. I was trying <laughs> to give you a little bit of advice. Right, I'll go, I'll go Scotland then. Yes, I'll it is Scotland, up. but the answer isn't Scotland. The answer is a place. The answer's a place. Uh, I, I will an go... island. An isle. An isle. Uh-huh. Shetty. Maybe where the maybe where the laird is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's Orkney. It's Orkney. It's Orkney. Yeah. Oh right. Here's another one for you. Mm-hmm. And beware, four of them are from the same place, and it's this place. This one is called Men and. Tall. Men and tall. Okay. It's like and they're all from... Men mm-hmm. and tall. And they're all from the same place. So there's four answers out of these ten that are from this place. We haven't had it yet. I would say it's a, a bit of a guess, but I would say Somerset. Oh, it's Cornwall. You're in the right area. Oh, my in goodness. In the right area. I was okay. nearly there, wasn't I? Number four. Quite simply called Druid's Circle. The Druid Circle. Um, they're all down south, these places, because they're Most all frightened of them, the yeah. Scots. Yeah, yeah. Most of them. Yeah, because the Scots were the... Uh, what were they called? The heathens? I think they were called the heathens. That's what the Romans called them, I think. Um, that's my little bit of knowledge. Okay, well, thank you. As I uh, sort of try and think of places, I will go because I know your dad loves this place. I'll go Torquay. No, it's not Torquay. It is instead. I think he's done this on purpose. Pen Manwar in Wales. That's obviously uh, how you pronounce that. Pen Manwar. That's about that, yeah. Pen, yeah. Pen men. I, di- I, di- I didn't realise the Welsh had any uh, circles. Fucking love the Druids there, man. Fucking love the Druids there. <laughs> <laughs> right, number five. This is a good one. It's good to say. Chin quite. Mm-hmm. Chin quite. But <laughs> how would you come about a chin quite? I thought it was a, a accessory to a man's outfit. I thought it's the chafing that you get from <laughs> overly doing the cunnilingus. <laughs> That's what you call it, isn't it? Um, I will go. Ooh, 
Berkshire. It's gone off. Where is it? It's it's in Cornwall again. No, that is it. You've just you gave us the answer before. Are all these in Cornwall? Most of them are Cornwall, yeah. Right, I'll just say. Well, this one's not. Castle Rigstone Circle. I'll give Ooh. you a good. Well, back up north. Well, I was. That's where my mind was going mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. castle. I will go good old Rothbury. <laughs> it's in Keswick, but nice, nice try. Keswick's not north. It's more north than Cornwall. Yeah, it's more north than Cornwall, but I'm I'm up proper north. I know. Man. I'm saying it's back up up north. Uh, your clues are shit. Okay, this one is Boscawen un Penwith. Is it in Penrith? It's not Penrith, it's Penwith. 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 You didn't say Penwith. Penwith. You didn't say Penwith. 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 Let's think. I... We'll see. Um, it might just be called Boscawen Un, and Penwith is where it is, but there's now Penwith in a place. So, what you've confused us even more with so that. So, it might just I be. Mean, come on. I've got what I'm reading here. Is it in is, Penrith? No, Isle of Man. But there might be a place called Penwith, and if it is, if there is, it's there. Is it where the, the filmed um, that children's TV show? Um, with the coloured houses. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly there. Tobamori. Balamori. Balamori. <laughs> yeah. Is it there? Uh, it's also in Cornwall. <laughs> I should have gone for Cornwall, shouldn't I? Just if I you never know, it's lesson. like the Terry Venables of this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, this is a good one. Roll right stones. Roll right stones. Very literal, isn't it? It's good. I think it sounds like a good band name. It, it does. It certainly does. I will say that the the, the roll right stones are in um, Lancashire. They are in Long Compton, Oxfordshire. Long Compton in Oxfordshire. Is that Here where them rappers got their names from? Yeah. I think that's where the, what's his name? Ice Cube grew up. Ice Cube, Ice Tea, all the ices did. Um, number nine, the hurlers. They sound a little bit like the rollers, uh-huh. don't they? Mm-hmm. Well, it, the Scots are famous for the hurling of the, the Kyber. Aren't yeah. they? So I think I'll go for somewhere up there, Asia, maybe. Well, you'll be very surprised to learn that it's in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> Has your dad visited all these uh, mystical stones? Well, that's number 10. Let's get number 10 out of the way. Right, okay. Medgell's Fold. Now, that sounds like Tolkien, doesn't it? Yeah, they all do. Um, I will say Lincoln. Shropshire. So close. Mm. It's not going well, this. Well, that's the end you of it. You didn't answer me a question no. about, uh, did, as a young boy, Cliff, did, were you taking around well, the, said, the sacred stones of the uh, dad England? says, like, you've been to some of them. Uh-huh. 
I've been to Wiltshire. We went to Wiltshire once when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Orkney. I've never been to Cornwall. I've been to Keswick, so maybe I've been to Castle Rigstone Circle. So would you say That's that it. your so religion is now Druid? Potentially that I've been to two. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I've been to either of those. <laughs> so are you a Druid? Oh, yes, I'm a Druid. I just haven't been to these yeah. stone circles. Oh, well, I just want to know if you were a Druid, that's all. I mean, how, how, a... How's that going for you, being well, a Druid? it's good. I mean, I love the mead. Big the witches. <laughs> the witches. Some pretty pretty hot witches hanging around. Uh... If there's ever a fire about, everyone's naked. <laughs> Of course, and dancing, the best kind. Of course. <laughs> the best kind of name. Yeah, like, like you're possessed. Um, you jump I, through the fire to increase your fertility? Uh, Obviously no, not but your, I do, your current turn, yeah. I do have like a, a grass wreath around my head. Do you? Uh-huh. Right, okay. Well, I'd just like to know these things. That's I, mean, long, I, I mean, it doesn't look like it from here, but I've got very long white hair. <laughs> it certainly doesn't look like it from you. It definitely doesn't. Well, thank you, Dad, for that quiz. Uh, Very good. I- impossible, but quite fun. And but I, informative. And, and definitely informative. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I'd like to know more about all of those. I would, I would say, like to see Brian Clifford on a Channel Five documentary. Way to us, the stones. Around, yeah, uh, yeah. Not not Stonehenge. Like too obvious. Everybody goes. Yeah, there. don't pick that one. Don't pick the obvious ones. Ten stone circle, the ten best stone circles of the UK. That nobody said. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, though. No, honestly, I thought that was great, and I do genuinely want to find out a little bit more about those places. And I which love all that do, Which ones have I been to? And did they have mystical powers? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Would you take that thing, the divining thing, the little but rod for water that, and that. that goes? But is it just water? I thought it was like. I thing. thought it was for water. That. that Am I that thinking about? Uh, I think I'm thinking about metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> would I take that thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, of course I would. So it tells you the stuff I, in the ground. My wife has been asking for a metal detector for a long time. Get on the beach with that. She loves all that stuff, exactly. Get on the beach, you know. I'm sure there's loads of of buried artefacts with the increasing mystical powers if you find them next to the stones or the rings uh-huh, of or course, whatever. yeah. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, thank you, Dad. That, yeah. was, that was good. Um, Brett, you want to tell us about the music? Yes, uh, we've got uh, music from Fatlantic this week um, with RPG. It's an instrumental version of RPG. Yeah, is there a non-instrumental version? There, I think there is, but I think that's owned by Sony, so the guy couldn't send worse. Okay, so well, <laughs> even though it is, all right, okay. Yeah, well, you know, record <laughs> companies and stuff. The man, that. the man's fucked this over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's written by and produced by as well, Rob Overseer, who's also known as Overseer. Yeah. Um, and it's fr- from the album Offshore Bricks. Yeah, it's really good. Enjoy it. This See you good. later. See you next week where we'll be talking about probably not Yuri Geller, but something else. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.